Anticast listeners are reminded to refrain from consumption of hot beverages while listening to this podcast. Failure to comply may result in coughing, gagging, nasal expulsion, and damage to clothing and furniture and small domestic pets. Thank you and enjoy the show. It's Anticast! It's Anticast! It's the Anticast! Yes, sir. We AndyCast zero four zero eight. It's our four. It's the big four zero. Welcome, 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 welcome. Can I say it a few more times? Welcome to AndyCast. For anybody who's new, the AndyCast podcast is basically a twenty-minute comedy variety hour. Yes, that's sixty minutes of comedy compressed into twenty minutes. Okay, so, um, dude, what, what, what do you want? You so messed up last week. What, 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 what do you mean? You totally forgot to say thanks to someone for your birthday. Oh, yeah. So what? It's not like I'm going to get busted for it or something. Oh, so, yeah, dude, check it out. News Channel 10. Check it out, man. Welcome back to Anticast News. Justice is served today when a podcaster is arrested by the podcops for totally dissing a long-time listener and good friend by neglecting to acknowledge her well wishes for a happy birthday. Identified as simply Karen from the Dry Shave podcast, emergency crews found her trembling in the fetal position and muttering, Why? 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 It used to be about the music, man. Upon further investigation, it was revealed that part-time podcaster and big-time moron Andy Cast Andy totally ignored her birthday well wishes despite her being the first non-family member to greet him for his birthday. While in pod cop custody, a downtrodden and thoroughly defiled Andy had this to say. Karen, I'm sorry I forgot to say. And, and a very special thank you to my BFF Karen from Drive Shape Podcast for constant support of the Andy Casting, for being the first non-immediate family to wish me happy birthday. This has been Chip Beef for Andy Cast News. And uh, Karen, I, I do apologize. Um, and um, there'll be a little something uh, special right at the very end of the show for just for you. Hi, this is Vincent from New Jersey, and you're listening to another uninformed biography with your host, Pete Moss. The uninformed biography, who knows how it really went down anyway. The uninformed biography, who the hell knows? Hello and welcome once again to yet another uninformed biography. I'm your host, Pete Moss. When you need just enough news to make you sound smart at the water cooler, 
but not so much that you sound like a smartass, everyone and their brother turns to the Mostly News podcast and its enviable host, Charles Cadenhead. As this is uninformed biography, we will present a brief biography of Charles with absolutely no research, nor any contact with him whatsoever, and without his knowledge or consent. All uninformed biographies are presented for pure entertainment purposes, and any information that is in fact correct is purely coincidental and unintentional. Any rebroadcast in full or in part without the consent of the Andycast podcast, though probably unlikely, is not a good idea anyway. And, as always, please, no wagering. Let's toss another shrimp on the barbie, rinse the shrimp off of Bobby's dress, pour ourselves a nice stiff pot, kick the feet out of the barca lounger, and dig into the outrageously fictional tale that is mostly news's Charles Cadenhead. Born at an early age, Charles recalls very little of his early infancy. His parents knew they were in for a rough time of things when his early dark hair fell out. Disregarding their knee-jerk reaction and temptation to administer Rogaine to the infant, they began to notice wisps of orange hair rising from the infantile skull. They were horrified to have produced a ginger. A red-headed child would mean a life of violence and suffering. No, not to the young child gooing and going in their arms, but to those that would love this little crimson-topped fireball. Jim Beam, a delivery room nurse, had this to say. That's a lovely one. See, that's, that's the street that we lived on. But I can't remember where. <laughs> I don't know why it looks like that. Everybody tells me it looks so different. Eh? To me, it's all just the same. That's enough, the both of you. Ouch! Charles was a voracious breastfeeder and was not adverse to demanding a meal at any time at all. If unfed for more than three minutes, young Charles would unleash a tantrum that would make even the tirades of little Marky Blevis look tame. Needless to say, in order to keep up with the demand of Charles, he was often double-breasted. Solely with Charles's best interest at heart, the Cadenheads dyed the young boy's red locks a solid, unnatural black to mask his telltale mane from his family and friends. This proved to be too costly for the Cadenheads, as it took a crew of six to administer the dye. One to dye the hair, one to hold the young boy, and the remaining four to tend to the wounds of the others. By his first birthday, Charles proudly sported his carrot-colored quaff. As fate would have it, early in his school days, Charles's fiery red locks and temper found its way into his everyday life. Known as the terror of the tarmac, Charles was feared and revered by his peers. Well, mostly feared, as no one wanted to face the wrath of Charles. Charles's reputation was not without merit. Charles's first day in organized education proved to be the only straw on the camel's back, when young Rossi Ginsberg made the mistake of using a crayon that Charles knew he'd be using in 20 minutes. After an intense and strong-worded tongue lashing, Charles followed his verbal assault on poor Ross with a flurry of fists that the world had never seen since the likes of Muhammad Ali and smoking Joe Frazier from the world of pugilism. Fortunately, Ross's head was extremely thick, and Charles's beatdown was sloughed off as nothing more than a minor nuisance. Still, Charles was labeled a hothead, and his permanent school record was annotated with the phrase, Charles exhibits unbridled passion in all that he does. Don't fuck with him. From that day forward, Charles breezed through elementary and middle school despite having only a grade 2 reading comprehension. High school proved to be difficult for Charles. His fiery temper and roguish good looks made him popular with the football team and cheerleaders. It is unclear which traits were attractive to which crowd. Having sustained a broken hand in his first football practice, 
Charles' days as a football star were shattered. Fortunately, it was his right hand which was broke, allowing Charles to still write due to the fact that he is left-handed. The uninjured left hand turned out to be useful for many other activities besides writing. It was Charles' writing that pushed him into journalism at Yale University. Unfortunately, it was his grades that had Charles return to the Chipanoff School of Journalism in Dallas, Texas that allowed Charles to get his extra super special journalist decoder ring and book, How to Goodly Write, that started Charles on his career of news gathering. It was in college that Charles began to take control of his life and knew that a life in news reporting was his chosen path. And the rest, as they say, is history. Charles can be heard on the Mostly News podcast at www.mostlynews.net and his Desperate Husbands podcast at DesperateHusbands.net. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Uninformed Huckabees found exclusively here on the Endicast podcast. I've been your host, Pete Moss. May the stars always be above you unless you're upside down. The Uninformed Biography Who knows how it really went down anyway The Uninformed Biography Who the hell knows how it went down anyway Okay, let's take a look at this week's poll. Just a, then I didn't give you enough time this week to uh, really dig into it, but we had uh, 11 people uh, check us out, and uh, thank you very much, all 11 of you. Um, actually, we got a vote for everything this time. That's uh, that's incredible. It's the first time. Um, one person agreed with me and uh, thought that uh, a new car would be appropriate for the ponytail. Um, two people voted for a fine, fine ribbon, and I think two people didn't quite read the question because it said what should you get my ponytail for Christmas but two people said ponytail so I guess I don't know we'll move on from there two people really pushing for a MacBook Pro that was one of my choices and I think I thank two people for for voting with me but four people thought that a pretty pink bow would be uh, would be most appropriate and uh, RJ from uh, from uh, Second Life actually uh, recommended a uh, a bright pink bow so uh, thank you for everyone for contributing to this week's poll and um, I haven't put up uh, next week's poll so just uh, check over AndyCast www.andycast.net and we'll get next week poll next blech. check out www.andycast.net and we'll check out next week's poll and see what's cooking brings us a close to uh, this week's show. Thank you very much for hanging out. I want to share a little bit of listener feedback we got this week, and uh, and uh, I really want to thank people for, for sending an email, andycast at gmail.com. Um, uh, first off, from the Andycast site, Dave Broadback, uh, recently retired from the uh, Broke's Area podcast, uh, left a, a great comment, uh, and uh, Dave, uh, I tend to leave my I am on at work. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not ignoring you. Honest. Really. Really. Just seem to catch my I am on at work. Huh? Sorry about that, man. 
Rusty Bender of the formerly of the Strange Brain Radio Podcast sent a great, great email that I'd like to share. Um, Rusty writes, nice job on last episode. Your writing has improved greatly since you've begun. Uh, I hope this doesn't sound condescending. I busted a gut on episode Henry. Here's my reply. Rusty, you pompous, overbearing ass. No, 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 no. I totally agree, Rusty. And, uh, and you know, as, as I wrote along to you, uh, the writing is coming along. And as I do, I'm doing more and more writing. And that writing begets more writing. And it's actually giving me some, uh, you know, some extra material that I don't include in all the shows. Um, I'm going to find a home for all that stuff real, real soon. I'll be sharing that with, uh, with you, uh, Rusty, and with everybody else. Um, very, very soon, hopefully in the new year. Um, you know, something, just a little, another little creative outlet that we can all share. Bruce Murray over at the Zedcast uh, sent a very, uh, very cool email. I've been, uh, Bruce writes, I've been meaning to email you this week because the last AndyCast was one of the best yet. Your new Jeff Smith clips are awesome. The opening totally reminded me of the, ex- <laughs> I almost said excrement, <laughs> of the excitement of Saturday Night Live. And the uninformed biographies had me rolling in the aisles. The uniform biography intro reminded me of the underdog, of underdog, I guess the underdog theme. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much, Bruce, and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, thanks. And I want to continue on with the thank yous. I want to thank uh, Dude Rust from Second Life for helping me on the news bits uh, uh, earlier on. If you don't know about Second Life, then uh, you probably need to get one. Check out Second Life at secondlife.com. Thank you to Vincent from New Jersey for introducing this week's Uninformed Biography. Very special thank you to Jen and Alan from the Dinky Cast for once again mentioning me on their show. We've got a serious case of uh, podcast going on here. Thanks again to Dave and Rusty for the comments. Nice to know that there's uh, folks really out there and they're really enjoying themselves. Please drop by the AndyCast site, www.andycast.net. If you're so inclined, send email to andycast at gmail.com. And if you do have AOL Instant Messenger, send an IM to Andy3553. Okay, if you're a long-time AndyCast listener, you know that I used to, you know, play some music, spin some wax now and then, and I, I don't really do that so much. But uh, I was listening to the uh, Daily Source Code with Adam Curry, and I heard a Christmas song that just was too cool and and totally not lame. And I just want to dedicate this to Karen from Dry Shave, Karen from Dry Shave, because I know what a twisted sister fan she is and how much she enjoys Christmas. So I, without further ado, I present Twisted Sister singing, "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus." A long distance dedication out to Karen.
So that's a long-distance dedication to you, Karen. I'm Casey Kasem. No, I'm not really. That was Twisted Sister from the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com with I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. A long-distance dedication to Karen. That's all I got for you this time. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you see you next time. Thank you very much for staying subscribed and for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.